Welcome to the Six Hats podcast, where I, Dr. Shani, a lifestyle and nutritional medicine family doctor, will talk about how women strive to find balance each day by juggling their six roles, being a woman, mother, daughter, partner, business owner, and professional. Hello, welcome back to part two of the stress response. I love to start with stories. And over the last 22 years, I've listened to thousands of stories of how women lead their lives. And it always amazes me how much they do. Now, a couple of examples is even even one of my friends a couple of years ago said to me, Shami, I'm so stressed. I think I'm going to fail my exam. And she's a doctor and she was sitting one of her post-grad exams, which is, you know, by choice, it was purely voluntary of what she wanted to do. What I didn't tell you in that story was that she was also a mother and expecting her second child, a wife, a daughter, and she was changing jobs as a doctor. Oh, by the way, I forgot. They were also trying to move house. And I remember saying to her, wow, you're amazing. How are you doing that? And literally cheering her on. But when I really stop and reflect, why do we do that? Why do we appreciate and allow for this kind of behavior? We should be encouraging people to say, stop what you're doing. Why don't you just do one thing at a time? Why do we need to say yes to a dozen things and overwhelm ourselves? Now, it really makes me wonder what actually leads to that? Why do we say yes to so many different things? Why do we lead sort of a a life on a roller coaster? And I was there. I was there years ago, you know, and it was just interesting how, you know, when you surround yourself by people who are pretty much doing the same, you kind of normalize it, kind of sort of say, well, I need to be doing more or, um, I need, I need to be sort of leading a similar life because we're kind of influenced by our tribe, by the people around us. And this is where I really want to challenge ourselves. Can we lead a different life and can we be okay with it? And that sort of gets back to what I said in, my pre- in the previous episode of when was the last time you stopped, sat down, reflected and did nothing? And I often ask my patients this and they often come back with, I can't recall the last time. And this is a great moment of awareness to take a moment, step back and just reflect. Now, the stories I hear all the time are absolutely phenomenal from not only running a family, but running a business and then developing their professional career and also deciding to study and at the same time being a carer for their parents. It is phenomenal the demands people women take and hats off to you. It's at, And we've got to take a moment to really appreciate that. But more importantly, we've got to look after our health, our mental and physical well-being. Because as I mentioned in my previous podcast, chronic, chronic stress leads to chronic illnesses. And often we're actually not aware of it because, you know, we're thriving, we're we're achieving, we're getting things done, you know, we're making people happy. Um, we're, we're doing we're doing pretty well, but we didn't realize that, oh, you know, why is my weight sort of creeping up? Or I haven't really slept well for the past couple of months. And do you know what? I, you know, I'm kind of feeling overwhelmed, but I'm kind of pushing through. So we're sort of just pushing through and 
can we challenge ourselves to lead a life that we're thriving rather than just surviving? So in this episode, I'm really going to start the journey of talking about practical tips. And let's start with awareness. So in episode one, we talked about, are you feeling stressed? And also, have you had a moment to stop and reflect how we're living our lives? Why is it racing at 100 miles an hour? I recall just always booking weekends and doing something or booking, you know, dinners and shows and meeting friends. And I remember a point where I was out every single evening now, fair enough. That was before meeting my husband and I had a really active social life, but I was also learning and doing things. And apart from working and studying, it was just such a full life. And I can never remember the point where I stopped and reflected. I was just on this roller coaster ride. And funnily enough, I remember coming to Australia and meeting my husband and I realized I was actually speaking really fast that to the point where my husband didn't even realize, didn't even know what I was saying. I was just always on the go, literally listing a hundred goals a year of what I want to achieve and never stopped. And it was just a journey of reflection that I realized this cannot continue. And that impacted my health and that something had to give, something had to take priority. So, so step one is actually just being really kind to ourselves, showing compassion, because often we go on this journey not realizing that it's not actually helping us. We are observing what people are doing around us, what our tribe is doing, and you know we're kind of learning from what we see perhaps on social media or the TV and getting ideas from that. And here's where I want to challenge you. Take a moment take a step to think and reflect of how you're leading a life and show yourself lots of compassion that it's, it's, you haven't done anything wrong. It's just the way it is. But can we look at life differently? Can we slow down and find joy in every day and have moments to breathe? So a couple of things I really want to go through, some real practical tips today is apart from showing compassion and having that awareness is actually realizing the number of demands you have. So I often say to patients, when we're feeling overwhelmed, we've got so many demands and not enough resources. So what can we reduce? What demands can we reduce and what resources can we increase? And often my philosophy in life is there is always a solution. We just need to find it. We need time to find these solutions. So have a think about the number of demands you have and the resources you have. What can we increase in resources and what can we reduce in demands? And that can take a huge weight off our shoulders. The next thing is prioritize. What do we really need to do now? And often we can get into this rhythm of everything has to be done now in the next moment. When actual fact, it probably doesn't need to be done. Like what can we do now? What can we do later? What we can ditch or what can we can delegate? So I love the four Ds. And I remember reading a book by Daniel Levitin called The Organized Mind. And it kind of mentioned that. And I kind of use it for emails or a few tasks. Do it now, do it later, ditch it or delegate it. 
The next tip I'm going to run through is multitasking, the myth of multitasking. I used to do it. I used to do it a lot and think I've really achieved something by doing two tasks at the same time. And then I discovered it was actually a myth. It's actually adding more stress than we need. So multitasking literally is moving from one task to another in a very short space of time. And we're talking seconds. So here we are trying to achieve as many things as we can. At the same time, we've added this extra level of stress by saying, we're going to do this quickly while we're doing two tasks. So we can't multitask. Our brain is not designed for it. We're literally going from one task to another in a very short space of time. So why do we need to do that to ourselves? How about we take one task, fully focused and enjoy it, and then move on to the next task? And that's literally what Daniel Leverton said, the neuroscientist. We can reduce the stress by avoiding multitasking. And I know that's a huge challenge. And I always have a great debate with my patients about it because, you know, often people have just been doing it all their lives of doing two tasks at the same time. But why? Why do we need to add extra stress? Why don't we enjoy one task at one time, feeling fully focused, giving our full attention to that task and then moving on to the next task. And you will surprise yourself apart from the fact there's less stress, but you're actually, your memory improves, you're fully focused, you're actually being much more mindful and you're enjoying the process. So often I hear, yep, Sherry, I'm kind of trying to do a bit of work, maybe checking emails while I'm watching TV. And I can guarantee that you're literally, your your focus is divided between the two. You haven't given full focus on one task, uh, uh, on each task. So have a think, what do you multitask in the day and what can you change? So often is, you know, actually, I actually start people when, you know, on that path to mindfulness is when you're eating lunch or when you're eating dinner and if you're eating by yourself, avoid switching that phone off, checking social media, and just being fully focused on eating and looking at, you know, assessing those five senses of eating. You know, what does it taste like? What does it smell like? What does it look like? It's actually really quite hard when you really think about it, how often we're so distracted and we always need that entertainment. So you can start with a simple process of, I'm going to eat actually lunch without multitasking. And that could be even eating lunch and not checking emails or not trying to do work at the same time, just being fully focused in your lunch. And just see how does it feel for you? Observe how you feel. How do you feel mentally? How do you feel physically? And see how much you can actually get done. So one was reducing demands, increasing resources. Number two is prioritizing, do it now, later, ditch it or delegate it. And number three is stop multitasking. So, so important, a massive challenge for many people. Now, the last one I really would love to mention is how often we process information in the day. When you wake up in the morning, we are bombarded with information, thousands and thousands of stimuli. And we add to that by checking our phones and social media and checking our emails. 
Now, every time we process information, we are using our brain energy. Every time we process new information, we're using brain energy. So what I often say is, what can we reduce in terms of new stimuli, which are probably not necessary, and what can we automate? What can we make into a routine? Because routines use less brain energy. Now, an example is, you know, when you wake up and brush your teeth, it's a routine now. You don't have to think about each and every step. However, as soon as you open your emails and start reading each email, you're processing new information, increasing the use of that brain energy. So what can you do differently? What can you avoid in terms of that whole bombardment of new stimuli? So it could be right, I'm going to wake up and not check my phone for the first thing in the morning, perhaps not turn the radio on, perhaps not turn the TV and have breakfast without any new stimuli and just focus on one task. And what can you make a routine? It could be like a lovely morning routine, which I'm going to do a podcast on creating a beautiful morning routine where you actually don't need to think about what you're going to do in the morning. So it could be a simple 10 minute morning routine where you're waking up, doing a bit of exercise, maybe meditating, uh, listening to music, maybe journaling, having breakfast, and then starting your day. And we're going to go into more morning, more about morning routines in the next couple of podcasts. So first of all, it's awareness. How are you leading your life? being really compassionate to yourself and taking action. So that could be reducing demands, increasing resources, prioritizing, stop multitasking, and just reflecting on how we can reduce the impact of new stimuli. So enjoy, and you can learn so much more on my platform, my learning platform on my website, usawa.com.au. And until then, see you soon. Remember that this is general advice only. Please see your healthcare professional for more information. So what's your take-home message today? Remember, it's all about progress and not perfection. Curious to learn more? Visit usawa.com.au and click on the Usawa Learning Platform, which is packed with educational videos, including the six-week stress-free challenge. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey.